Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from. Hello, you're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. I'm Corey, a.k.a. Bayou Benders, alongside Mason Dixon, and this is Season 4 of Habs Nightly, your hub for Habs content. season four we were actually season four started last episode and neither one of us remembered to bring that up but mason how are you oh that one falls on you buddy you're the um oh yeah i'm the the everything i'm the everything man you just you just go to trent you just partying in trent i am i got this big old platter i got this big old platter in front of me this pod would not run without you Corey. So I appreciate that you take on the burden, even in your ripe old age. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks for this grandparents day speech. Jesus. You're you're so very. Take your grandpa to school day. I get it. (laughs) I fucking get it. That's hilarious. No, it's great. What's up, dude? What's been going on? Oh, not too much, buddy. We had a Hoko here at Trent. What's that? homecoming it's basically just like, <laughs> you're just thinking you live by oh the beach. shut up shut up for you a got like shaggy blonde hair with a tan shaggy blonde bro waxing up the board Hoko. yeah i'm that guy i'm the surfer bro you're tall enough to be one okay five foot keep six going. keep going i'm not five six you're not quite five six no I'm a little, I'm a little over that. I had my shins, uh, shins pulled as a kid. <laughs> I made it to the ripe five eleven, just shy of six foot. Um, All right, but yeah, well, tell me about, tell me about fucking Hoka. <laughs> I was pretty good. So most, most colleges, universities will have like a football game, maybe a, a soccer game or a rugby game if they're kind of lame, right? No, at Trent, buddy, at Trent, we have head of the Trent. And because my campus, basically a big river runs straight through it. Oh, that's sick. So instead of a football game or one of the, a basketball game or something, we have rowing. All right. <laughs> the, 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 what's the population? What is the minority? 
percentage at this school. What is the minority percentage of what? What is I don't know. What is the race percentage? It sounds very white, like a like a full white school. It's actually like it's diverse. It's pretty diverse. That's great. That. That's great. But rowing for homecoming. Can, continue. continue. I feel like this is uh, if you've ever seen the the movie Bones. Oh no, the skulls. I'm sorry. Continue. Well, anywho, um, elitist fox. Obviously, I had to be in attendance, and by that I mean I. You were rowing out. it up. I skipped out on the rowing, and we started our day at like ten thirty in the morning. Went to my buddy's place. Heard it was now. a good time. Went to like you know do what you know kids do. We trashed the street, walked around. Trash. What I really want to get to, and what you you're going to enjoy, fox. What you're going to enjoy, Corey, because. Uh-huh. I'm sure you're going to think I deserved it. Probably. Uh, my dumbass, I've been drinking since about 10.30. It was like 2.30 in the afternoon. This kid ain't got no nutrients in him. Continue. Oh, it was, like the, it was like the peak of my inebriation. I was hammered. And, you know, like, you know when you just meet, like, a crowd of guys and you just kind of, like, nothing said. You all just understand that you're going on a mission together. Yeah. Well, me and these boys and my buddy or I. We started going on this mission and it ended up with one guy who was super athletic, scaled the roof of this house and then proceeded to help everyone else get up. Oh my God. So I'm chilling on this house, having a good time, screaming at the people below, you know, we're having, we're having fun. And then uh, the owner of this house was not too pleased. So who, who would be, who would be no, with, with home, people. with homeowners insurance, who, who would be excited? With 15 bros on my roof. You know, blessings to this lady. She was in the right, I'll admit. So she started screaming at us to get down. So naturally, I was, I picked the smart option and decided to just jump off the roof. Oh, where's your ankles? And then in the process of this, I kind of lost my footing and slipped and started rolling off the roof. (laughs) (laughs) And then desperately clung to the, uh, the edge until my grip slipped and just fell on my ass by like about four feet or six feet however tall this roof Jesus. so yes i absolutely fucking ate shit this weekend and then uh yeah it was a good time i figured i figured you just wanted to hear that story because so now you have now you have a falling off the roof story like i do when i was uh when i was a kid (laughs) i was actually terrified because there were a bunch of videos getting there's this like Instagram page in Canada called CPL. Uh-huh. And um, I was kind of terrified that I was going to end up like seeing myself on this fucking Instagram. I fucking wish you would have 5,000 people, but I got off. I'm lucky. No one had the camera going. <laughs> if I was the lady, I would have done it. <laughs> been like, look at this fucking loser. Jesus Christ. Um, yeah, so if you guys don't remember, I fell off the roof too. Uh, we were hanging Christmas decorations. I was not supposed to be up on the roof. I think it was like, I don't know, six, seven years old. And I uh, lost my footing and I rolled right off the side of it. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that's as glamorous a fall. I'll be honest. <laughs> Just started booking it. <laughs> Just running it. Well, no, but my weekend was pretty good. Didn't do too much else. How about you, buddy? Oh man, I worked all fucking weekend. Um, it wasn't long days, but just enough to be aggravating. 
Uh, we had the fried chicken festival. If that's not the most Southern thing in the world, uh, we had the fried chicken festival. I had, I got called in to go bring uh, a pallet of beer. Well, I'm sorry, uh, a truck full of beer out there. And they said they had a forklift on site and I was like, sick, cool. You know, cause otherwise we were going to leave the truck there. Uh, they didn't have a forklift. What they had was one of those extending, I guess I want to say it's called a caterpillar. It's probably not, you know, cause I don't work in construction. Um, but I believe it's called a caterpillar where it's like this massive unit, uh, that has a forklift ability, but it also can put it up on top of like, you know, a, a pretty, like a three-story building. Um, and they tried to pick it up with that. And the forks are about the length of my room and he grabbed under the water pallet while pushing the biggest beer pallet we had almost off the truck and we were fucking screaming i was like you're going too far under like you need to pick it up you need to back out like what what are you doing like you're gonna knock like fucking twelve thousand dollars worth of beer on the ground and then we're gonna have to go back and rest restack another pallet and bring it out here um so i had a bit of a scary sunday but it was good after that we went to one of my favorite breweries to pick up some shit and we weren't able to do it so the whole time we were there we were just bullshitting and hanging out watching the pathetic uh saints game which i'm sure we'll we'll get to with our draft draft kings ad reading a little bit um but with it being Oktoberfest for you know at least in at least down here everyone's celebrating Oktoberfest. uh the place had did five Oktoberfest beers so we got to try all of those and whatever else we wanted to try i tried a english bitters that they made had a the front end was like a little chocolatey the middle was very uh acid indigestion-y and the back end had really nice subtle notes of vanilla which was really cool uh, i think my favorite was the house beer and the Hefeweizen. I'm a slut for a Hefeweizen. I apologize. Sorry, I apologize for you having to carry there. I've been rudely. I carry. I carry this fucking podcast from behind about, the scenes about three times. You may have heard that you, you do carry the podcast behind. The carry, scenes. go home. But but you know every pod needs a pretty face, and that's what I'm here for, buddy. That's right. It ain't me. <laughs> Um, but no, it's great to hear you had a decent, uh, weekend. Um, look, we have, we do have some Habs news to talk about before we get to that. I just want to point out recording this in the middle of the Habs Leafs preseason game. Yeah. They're currently up two nothing and three nothing. Cause Nylander just scored another one, but Lavkovsky's played very well. Um, well, that's a change for the good because people have been roasting him. It's a great change. Now, we're not even halfway through the game, so that could change by the time this is out. I just wanted to say, yeah, playing well. But the guy we really need to talk about for the big news is Jake Allen, who, yes, just let let in his third goal of the game, unfortunately, but has recently re-signed a two-year contract extension for, was it 3.6 or 3.7, Corey? Uh Yeah. A 3.3 uh, general, you know, average. Uh, oh, no, my God. I just, 
I just read his goals against average. <laughs> it's 3.85 million as an annual value. Which is you know what? not <laughs> I was like GAA. That that's not uh average annual. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. No, wow. um look, I've seen I've seen a lot of like articles and stuff, people talking about it. But I, I think it's hard to criticize this move. Jake Allen is a 1B goalie. He's proven in this league. He's done it before. He's won a cup. He's a leader on this roster. Um, look, say what you want about can he lead a team to a cup anymore? I don't know if he can. But the guy puts up decent results to the point in which you can rely on him and he's going to play games. Now, what does this mean for Caden Primo? I've seen a lot of people talking about, you know, is this kind of them giving up on Primo? And I don't really see it that way. You may have a different opinion, Corey. But I kind of see this as the Habs saying, look, we're going to give you the opportunity, but we're not going to rush you and we're not going to throw you straight into the frying pan. If Primo plays well this year and, you know, forces himself into the backup role, then he can have time to mature. If he has a couple bad games, Allen can go in and hold down the fort for a bit. I think this is the best way they can do it. And what I loved even more was Jake Allen's comments. Allen knows exactly why he signed this. He, he knows he's not going to win a cup with the Montreal Canadiens. A two-year contract, they will not be winning. They probably won't be winning playoff series by that point, let alone Stanley Cups. And the quote that um, Marty St. Louis said about Jake and then Jake Allen later reaffirmed. I'm going to read the Marty quote here first. He said, I read this quote the other day and it really resonated with me. You need guys that are willing to plant trees knowing they'll never sit in the shade. You need guys like that. And Jake is that. And then Jake Allen later saying, I know what my role is here. I've had a chance to win a cup. I want to be part of the process to help these young guys get the opportunity. Jake Allen understands that what he a is sweetheart. A, yeah, he knows what he is. He knows he's a placeholder. And look, being a goalie, you have to have a, you know, you have to have camaraderie with your backup, but there's obviously a lot of competition. And we've seen that in the past, even here with Price and Halak, Price and Huey, like Price, even with other backups, Price saying, look, I don't want to help a young guy. I want to win a cup. It's a competitive position because you're competing directly directly mm -hmm. with each other for a job. If Jake Allen knows he's not winning the cup, if he knows he's here as a placeholder, I think that is a perfect situation in which he can mentor the young Caden Primo. And hopefully we can start to see a transition in the net and have our goalie of the future, whether that's Primo or that's another young guy, I'm not sure. But I just I think this is a great signing for both parties involved. Allen gets to stay in the league. He gets to make a lot of money gets to be a, a starter for at least another season. And the Habs are, don't have that question mark and goal anymore. They're solid. They've got someone who can backstop that can be reliable, can play 60 games if needed. I think this is a perfect um, scenario for Montreal. And I think it's a great signing from Kent Hughes and Jeff Gordon. No, I agree. Um, where, how do you feel? Oh yeah. You, you've already answered it um i feel like Caden primo uh i don't feel like they're giving up on him but i feel like they're definitely like expecting him to already be ready and it's just awesome that we have someone like alan that's willing to obviously 
you know, a goalie is going to want to keep playing if, if that's what they want, you know, but I'm saying like for him to be able to stay in the league, he's, he's getting what, like a, a, a million dollar extra, like well-deserved uh, to be put, you know, because he's going to be doing that much more, you know, before it was just, I'm just holding my place until Carey Price gets back. Uh, that's not in the for- foreseeable future. So, you know, a bit of an increase for him to take on that, that workload. Um, the mindset of Jake Allen, just that's a guy I would want to see like, uh, like honored, like maybe not in the rafters, you know what I'm saying? But like a guy that's like moving forward, like always remembered, always talk about um, because that that's, that's such a, a role to play. Like knowing, like you said, like knowing that you're not going to, you're not going to really do anything successful here, but you're going to try to give a, a stepping stone for the future. And that's what this team is. A lot of young guys. And if he can pave the way to give Primo that much more time for them to either, you know, part ways with him or for him to like show his maturity and readiness and, you know, take on that role. I think that's great. Even for Montembeau uh, to try to alleviate a little bit of headache for him. You know, I mean, honestly, all of our goalies, were very injury prone, injury prone last year. And Caden, Caden Primo came in and I feel like it was a little too much for him. The team was, you know, in shambles. The management was in shambles. Um, another bad time to bring him in. I feel like with Jake Allen getting that extension, it gives him that little bit of peace of mind that the wheels are still in motion for him. And they're still not giving up and giving him, you know, like it might be his final chance, but they are giving him a chance to continue his path to be the next person for the Montreal Canadiens. But it like is just, um, what's that? Like yeah. just kind of go to that comment you made about maybe Jake Allen not doing anything successful in Montreal. I kind of argue that a little bit because I think Jake Allen's goals in Montreal and the goals of the Montreal Canadiens with this signing with Jake Allen don't involve necessarily winning accolades. I think if Jake Allen can, like I said, play 55, 60 games, mentor Caden Primo, even mentor some of the young forwards, you know, and continue with all the on ice, off ice stuff he does with his charitable work, mm-hmm. not only on the East Coast in New Brunswick, but in Montreal in the city, you know, be a, a veteran stable presence on the team. I think this is a very, he can have a lot of success in Montreal. It may not yeah, be like maybe maybe I just worded guys, it but... wrong. Yeah, maybe I just worded it wrong. I I just meant like he wasn't gonna like you know they're not pushing for a cup again. You know like He's not gonna win. The it's gonna be though. it's gonna be you know most likely. Look at the preseason. I know it's a different ball game, but if there's any foreshadowing that and, and what we saw last year, it's gonna be a tough one. And Jake Allen is gonna be the guy in net that's taking on all of the pressure of you know the letting goals and the you know the constant reminder that this team's like maybe not where they should be or where where the fans want him to be i just think he's taking on so much and to be willing to do that you know that that's that's where i was coming from with the successfulness but no everything he's doing behind the scenes and with the team and for his organization he's a world-class fucking guy he's just going to take a lot of garbage you know, as far as like the, the, you know, the 50 some odd games he could potentially play. 
it's going to be tough. Um, but yeah, I, I love Jake Allen. Uh, I thought he was going to be a great fit here. He was unreal. Um, and just continues to be like an amazing fucking player. Like being like one of the, I'm not going to say a few guys on our team, but one of the few guys that really hits the T of what the Montreal Canadians like want in a player, you know? No, absolutely. And I think what's lost in beyond the ice, all of the goalie conversation too, we've barely mentioned Sam Montembeau, who I think he could carve a career as a backup. I don't think he's ever going to be a one B even like Allen, but past, even looking past him, Montreal has two, at least two other goalie products who have a real shot of making the NHL. Frederick D. Chow, uh, yeah. the gnome, who is six foot six. <laughs> just had a, in the Swedish Hockey League, a 9.24 save percentage with 2.4 goals against average. He oh, also wow. played for Denmark in the Olympics. Um, only allowed one goal and 32 shots against Russia. And he's back in Sweden again this year. A very good player, a young player, which only drafted in 2019. So he's coming up. He'll be, hopefully, will be in North America next year, where Alan will still be. And Jacob Dobes, um, from in the 2020 draft, only two years ago, the Ohio State goalie who had a phenomenal USHL career where he had a 945 save percentage and 1.59 wow. against average. And sorry, sorry, he plays for Omaha, not Ohio. Or did he play for – no, sorry, he did play with Ohio. That's my bad. And finished oh, with Ohio State with a 9.46 save percentage, one shutout, and a 1.39 goals against average. Was a finalist for goalie of the year. Two very good goalie prospects who, look, neither of them may be a carry price. I don't – or even, you know, neither of them may even be – a middle tier goalie like a Frederick Anderson or, you know, you know, who I'm, you know what I mean? Or a Devin Dubik yeah. in his time or Darcy Kemper. You, you might not get that, but we may have a starter there. We may have another goalie and they have shots at making the team. And Allen being where he is just ensures that they're not going to be pressured. They're not going to be rushed because if Primo's in the, in the AHL, they get time in the ECHL. They get to stay in college. They're not going to be rushed. So it's just great for the organization as a whole. And the young defensemen, even, they can make mistakes. It helps a lot of people out. It helps the management. It helps the players. So this was a great signing. Uh, I don't think there is much question once it got brought up that it was going to be finished. But there was some uncertainty as to whether he would want to resign. So it's nice to see it's done and over with. And unless you have anything else to add, I think we can uh, move on to some other news. No, yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, one person we haven't even really brought up. Um, I mean, you did earlier, but uh, Sean Monahan's getting his first chance on ice with the Habs tonight as well in this game. Um, see if I can get an update. Still three, three nothing. Um, nothing. Yeah, I'm sure you're glancing at it. Um, if I turn this television on, I know it's not going to be muted and it's going to be loud as fuck. So I'm kind of, uh, afraid to do that <laughs> mid, mid recording. Um, but yeah, that's, that's another great <coughs> thing for us. Uh, I see the line also Josh Allen. I mean, Josh Anderson, Jesus, uh, came in, uh, today, which kind of forced out some of our, uh, lovable, lovable young guys that have been playing. Um, 
it's more, I don't want to say more looking like, you know, the, the regular team, but in a sense it is. Uh, Tomorrow night, the Habs will be playing again. It's a double. I don't wait. It's not a double header. I think they're playing the, they're playing the Sens in Ottawa. Uh, Nick Suzuki will be back in the lineup for sure. It's just nice to hear he's healthy. You can presume Coffee will be back. It's going to look like the team. Now, we're already kind of seeing the, um, you know, the main team here, but there are still some young guys sticking around. Xavier Simono is playing tonight, who has been exceptional. You can probably expect to see him in the AHL this year. Um, some surprises. Uh, Gignac is still hanging around. Anthony or Alex Belzile, who most undoubtedly will be in the AHL. You can definitely see the roster. Um taking shape it is exciting to see that Monahan's healthy and watching him this game he hasn't done much but it's it's you know it's good to see that he's skating he doesn't look laborious now from all reports mm-hmm. we've heard that the last three years Monahan really hasn't played a game healthy um he's hasn't played hockey in 186 days this is his first game in 186 days he's taking the time to rest should be healthy and look whether or not he sticks with the Habs, we already got a first-round pick just for taking him. If he can perform, put 20, 25 goals away, even Steel. 50, 60 <laughs> we could get another first-round pick for him at the trade deadline. So it's good to see him playing again. And I'm kind of liking the chemistry, though. I want to talk about this first line, the de facto first line that we're seeing here. It'll probably be the second line. Um, in the main the main squad when the regular season starts of mm-hmm. Christian Dvorak, Brendan Gallagher, and Dadanov. They have some phenomenal chemistry together. They've played well. Dvorak's really helping those two guys out defensively. Gallagher looks good. Looks like he has a step this year. Like he he was never a fast, he, I'm not a super fast player, but he was always quick. And it seemed the last few years he kind of lost it. Mm-hmm. But I've seen him win a couple a couple puck battles tonight. He's looked good. He has, you know, he's got the scoring touch back. He scored two goals. I think we could have a little bit of a resurgent year for Brendan Gallagher here. You know, never been a guy that's relied on the power play to score, which let's be honest, the power play is probably still going to suck this year. But, you know, if we can get some 5v5 production from him, that'll, you know, I think it'll be very, um, It'd be Good. refreshing to have him. It'd be nice for this team. Yeah, because I don't think Gallagher's going to be traded, but, you know, there is that possibility. More so, though, when Gallagher plays bad, it affects the team. He's such a strong presence in that locker room. He's he's holding a spot, more or less. Yes, and he, he has a spot locked down, and you need that top six spot to be mm-hmm. – productive um not just for himself but for his line mates who are getting getting progressively younger and younger as the rebuild continues so it's good to see him playing well um i'm glad to hear though i don't mean to cut you off i'm glad to hear that you're saying christian dvorak is helping them out defensively and stuff like that i I feel like he really got a tough break of it last year uh it's it's you know good to see that you're saying they, they got a bit of a chemistry there because honestly it didn't really matter who you put Dvorak with last year just nothing was working you know but I mean the team wasn't really working but you know, we say that about Dvorak but he quietly didn't like he didn't have a great year last year obviously but he had more points than he had the year before yeah. less goals I'll say but he had 33 points in 56 games he had 31 and 56 the year before would I like to have seen him score more goals absolutely it was his lowest scoring year of his career do I think he'll score more goals? 
Yeah, I do. I don't, I think it was an outlier season. Everyone played bad last year. I really don't think that Borak was as bad as we remember him. The team was just miserable. So I'm really excited to see what he can do in that bonafide two C spot. Um, I know personally, uh, you know, the moves we made uh, and then bringing in Dvorak, it, it just didn't help him. You know what I'm saying? Like people already were sour by losing, you know, KK, KK and Deno and, you know, bringing in like, okay, well, we're going to hold it down with Dvorak. And it's, it's like this look, man, after watching with Deno, you know, like just maybe not having him, his back every single night, and then having him leave and then having Christian Dvorak come in and then, you know, them trying to hard sell us Christian Dvorak. That's not his, that's not Christian Dvorak's fault. You know, that's poor management. Um, but I feel like everyone had a bit of an opinion that wasn't helping him. Like he came into a bad situation and he was forced to be like a black sheep in, in a lot of people's eyes, or at least there wasn't a lot of positivity coming with it. Like you, you say Christian Dvorak and you would just, you know, like a, a lot of people were just like, well, fucking we, we should still have the, you know, the, the guys that have been here for a while instead of, you know, bringing in Christian Dvorak to fix the mistakes that, you know, uh, previous management had on us. Um, but I think, you know, what it, it's just awesome that we had, it was just such a clusterfuck of a season because it really erases a lot of that this year. Like everyone's kind of getting like that fresh start. So Absolutely. I'm kind of hoping he gets that as well. And it didn't help. He was he was a bit really injured last year, too. He was also injured yeah. every other day. It seemed like he had a bunch of small injuries. He too. had a bad break, honestly. <laughs> Got COVID. That plays a role as well. Um, yeah, I'm excited to see what he can do with what's looking to be like more stable line mates, too. And yeah, better line mates. His options right now, he's playing with Gallagher and Dodonov. Dodonov is going to score 20 goals. He'll do it anywhere he plays. Yeah. Gallagher's usually good. You know, if he continued to play, he's probably good, good for 15. At least 15. And then he's also got Sean Monaghan, Kirby Dock as the options. There's a lot of players who can play in the top six. Drew in. I, I think we're we're going to see a little bit of a bounce back here for Christian Dvorak. If he can get 40 points, 45 points, I'll be very happy. Um, But I think we've, you know, we've definitely gone way past our halfway mark here. So, I think it's about time we share a message from our friends at DraftKings. Absolutely. And and what better DraftKings ad read than to finally have a hockey DraftKings ad read brought to you by our loving friends at DraftKings. Say DraftKings like five more times. Uh, hockey fans, it's finally time to hit the ice again. And thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, you're in for the season of a lifetime. New customers can bet $5 on any team and get $200 in free bets if they win. Uh, it says to discuss some matchups. We're not even fucking there yet. But here we are. Um, who who do we play first, Mason? Uh, let's see. Who did who play still, first? That's still Adam? preseason. Yeah, I'm looking. Okay, so Thursday, which is – oh, no, we play no we're playing season? we're playing regular season. Yeah, I'm just going straight to regular season. It's so regular day. season starts on a Thursday this year, uh, on the sixth, which fucks everything for me. No, no, no. I'm sorry. It starts on Friday. So our first game will be Saturday, October 8th, against Ottawa. Um, God, I hope I'm fucking right about that. What are you uh, talking about? 
Sorry, what? When when does the regular season start? For us? Our regular season starts October twelfth, Wednesday, against the Toronto Maple Leafs. I'm tripping because doesn't the regular season start on the? This is a terrible ad read. Doesn't it start on the seventh because of? It starts October twelfth. Absolutely. But no, I thought it was starting early because you got the overseas game with, um. The Habs regular season. Well, not 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 the Habs, not the Habs. I'm just talking in general for hockey. I thought it started inaugural game day for us. Well, game day for the league was the Sabbath because San Jose is playing in overseas somewhere. Google has let me down. The you're talking about that's a that's so it's that's a preseason game. Google has failed me. They're playing in Czechia. Anyway. yeah. Anyway, let's try to recover from this terrible ad read. The fucking first game is against Toronto. God help us. Uh, I really hope that we come out fucking swinging. I really do. I love nothing more to fuck to fuck over Toronto every moment we can. My cousin asked me today if uh, if I saw that they were using um, what is his name uh, Marner on on defensive plays or, or or defensive practice lines or something like that i fucking laughed i didn't give a fuck i told him i don't really follow the team that much i'm trying to uh rebound this anyway fuck dude that's that's a long time from now uh but if that if that wasn't enough excitement or confusion you can turn small bets into bigger payouts with same game parlays Combine multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more for your shot in an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. You can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Y'all don't forget to download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN, bet $5 on any NHL team to win their game and get $200 in free bets if they do. That's code THPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See the show notes for details. Boy, that is not one for the books. I think I just listened to you have a stroke. Uh, Peanut peanut butter mouth, for sure. (laughs) Yes, um... Wow, I don't. I, I now have to redo my fantasy league because I we were rushing to get it done this Thursday because I thought the first game was fucking Friday because they were playing overseas and I swear to God I looked it up on fucking Google and I you know I typed it on Google here's some here's some noise some background noise I said Google when does the fucking NHL season start and it said October it said October ninth. And then the first San Jose game would be October, I guess, 7th, which would be that this Friday because they were playing overseas. And then I, I spiraled because I was like, we normally start the season like on the 13th. This is this is fucked. I'm not ready for this. I'm not prepared for this. And here we are. And I'm, I've been living a lie. I've got this entire league freaking the fuck out to be ready for a draft on Thursday. Well, no, absolutely not. Uh, I, I, I feel shame. On I feel shame. Dash five. At the Bell Center. Um, you know, we'll be excited, oh looking God. forward to that. Um, you know, 
I guess we'll kind of finish it off here by uh, me asking you. I know that, look, your brain may not be working right now after that absolute oh cluster. You, you have not been watching many of the games, but I got to ask. Do you I watched think, the last two, not this do one. Do you think Slavkovsky will be on the opening night roster? No. No? Do you think he starts in the in Laval? Yeah, I feel like he's going to get his games. I don't know if he's going to crack first night. I think if he plays, he plays first night. There's no way they bench him for opening night against the Leafs. But uh, I'd put him in just to look, fucking body somebody. You know, put look, fucking putting Nylander in his I, place. After the comments Kent Hughes made uh, recently saying, if you missed them, he said, basically, they've been a little disappointed with his play. And I think – I think that's a fair assessment to make i think many of us have been uh but they're still you know they're still excited they're still they're not worried they're just saying like they you know, they want a little more and stuff wants more too after hearing that i uh fully expected them to send them down to the hl saying that um we're basically going into the third period here against the leafs slaff i've not seen slaff play better hockey for the habs if he can continue to keep this up for the next three preseason games and actually put some pucks in the net, I think he'll make the team. I think this team wants to play him in the NHL, but they won't rush him. But if he shows a little bit of capability, I think he could play a couple games to start the season. But if I had to be a DraftKings betting man right now, I'd say no. Starts in Laval first line, plays with Xavier Simeno, uh, you know, Maybe Mike Hoffman, the way he's that guy's been fucking playing, absolute God. dog shit. Now, see, but, I didn't, I didn't get a chance to watch today's game, like most of it. Um, but apparently, he's been playing really good, like the best player on our team oh, right now. Great, like getting shots off, toe curling the, the puck into the middle of the ice, getting shots on that. He's played well. Has he? There's nothing's come of it, but not much has really come of any of the Habs offense this game. So it's been good to see uh, Slav. You know. He looks more calm, more calm for sure. Calming presence on the ice. Yeah. Um. Guess. Guess what? The What's season that? does start on the fucking seventh. Okay. Well, I'm not wrong. That rant, or or that spiraling. They, they it, it had, it so had some substance. There's just an outlier regular season game, and that's what's fucking us because it's fucking you. It's yeah. It's sharks and sharks and preds are playing back to back Friday and Saturday. In uh, I don't I don't know Europe, European. It's Washington. Yeah. Uh, and then the next the next games. So it's Friday, Saturday, and there's no game Sunday or Monday. And then the regular season starts for everyone else. Well, not everyone else, but for for a piece, a piece on the 11th to the 13th. The 12th is like the big day. So was yes. There you go. You are correct. Now, redemption, redemption for myself. (laughs) I I have to edit it. I have to listen to that again, and it's embarrassing. But I was right, right, so bear with me, folks. I'm glad. I'm glad you got that off your chest, buddy. Um, Do you have anything? I lost hair. I lost hair for that. (laughs) Do you have anything else you need to get off your chest before we wrap things up tonight? Yeah. Uh welcome back. It's a new season. We're about to go back to two a weeks. How will we find the time? 
We will find it. It will be insane. Um, NHL 23 soundtrack. We'll get into that next time as a filler. Uh, we're not, hey, Raycon, the deal's ended. Thank you so much, Raycon. Final one. I still love music. I think we should add music talk in every episode if we have the time. I've been listening to Denial of Life. Oingo Boingo. Why? Because it's almost Halloween. The Smiths and Movements. Mason should know who Movements is, but he doesn't. He doesn't care about quality music. Um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't have fuck else. Uh, I have. I'm, I have to go walk uh, another four miles to win this thing and prove that uh, you can be a big person and bust everyone's ass in a, a, a basically a walkathon uh, with the entire company. Um, so. I will I will be doing that after I edit and trying to find time to eat. Uh, oh, if you have any fucking questions, any comments, please leave us something at our here you go. Uh www.speakpipe.com forward slash habs nightly if you want to leave a voice comment or Mason, I think you know the fucking thing. I, tell me if I'm wrong, but it is habs nightly at gmail. God, we have a fucking Gmail so you guys can send us shit. And it's so hard for me to just be like, yeah, just, just send it to us on Twitter. That's not fair. A lot of people don't use Twitter. And uh, with this Habs community lately, I, I feel like I understand. Um, but is that the right Gmail? Is that the right email address? Yes, it's just at HabsNightly at gmail.com. At HabsNightly. I made one, and this guy said he's had one for forever, and we've never promoted it. That's our bad. I feel like that's Mason's bad more than mine. It might be my bad. We've made, we've had that account for at least three years. Hey, a long time. <laughs> anyway, you guys want to tell us something? Do it on there, uh, and we'll we'll talk about it soon. Oh, uh, new season comes, new possible uh, looks for this for this podcast. I got a buddy working on some shit. Mason says he doesn't like it. I did yeah, not. Yeah, we're not. We're not talking. We're not talking about it. We're just hinting. We're just hinting at a freshness, a uh, alternate, I guess we could say. Um, but new things are coming for us uh, because that's what we want to do, and we still love y'all, and we hope you guys are excited for a new season. I am stressed, but I love it. So that's all I have to say, Mason. Um, why, why? Why? Yeah, Mason. Do you have anything to say? I have to close this out. I, I did the intro. I have nothing else to add, buddy. Cause he's got to go. Cause he's got to go. And he's telling all of his roommates to be quiet. Thank y'all so much for listening to Habs nightly. If you guys are on Twitter, please give us a follow at Habs nightly and Bayou benders. Uh, it is so important to give us a, a rating on whatever you listen to Spotify, Google podcast, Apple music or Apple, whatever fuck it is on Apple. Uh, if you like our shit, please give us a review and some type of star rating. It's really big for getting us out there even further. We hope you guys have a great night. We hope you guys are excited for two weeks again. And uh, we'll talk to you guys again soon. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network. New shows every day. Find us at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.